This is a podcast from the Cat. You're listening to Business Brunch, and today's guest is a, a member of a rock band in his spare time and the CEO of a fast-growing Cheshire-based company that supports businesses across the globe when he's not making music. Our guest today has been in business 30 years and sold his original software development company to a famous lord. Today on Business Brunch, we're extremely pleased to welcome Barry Lowe of Tough Tech Limited. Barry, welcome to Business Brunch. Good morning, Des. Nice to be here. Uh, Barry, you, you've started uh, and developed two businesses over the last 30 years, but before we discuss your current success, tell us about life before self-employment and, and why you decided to start your own company. Okay, well, first a bit, a bit of background. I, I kind of, first part of my career was in marketing and selling of, of semiconductors. Uh, I worked for a few companies, uh, starting up for anti-semiconductors up in Oldham. So my background is sort of electronics uh, from UMIST, and, and my kind of my final year project was designing a, a chip. And this started my fascination with sort of semiconductors and, and technology. So in the early 90s, I made the sort of first steps to to going alone by setting myself up as a as an independent sales rep. I've always been a, a bit of a risk taker. I believe in my own ability, and I recognise I could probably make a good living by doing that. But I soon found out that sort of uh, being on your own has limitations. You can only do sort of so much yourself. I was lucky enough to meet up with a colleague in a, in a similar role, uh, and we decided that we could do sort of so much together. So we kind of pooled our resources. I think a big part of starting a company is, is having a vision, and uh, I'd like to class myself as a, as a visionary in that respect, and able to see where technology goes, where a company can go, and, and sort of use that as a backbone of starting a company. So we we uh, we formed a company called Comtech in 1992, which was short for Complementary Technologies, as the, the sort of goal and vision was to create a, a technology-focused sales rep company. Uh, looking after a, a series of sort of semiconductor companies that were based in US or, or Japan. But I think what Comtech and the new company Toughtech share in common is that both businesses have gone through a, a crossroads moment where we effectively sort of can carry on very successfully in, as a lifestyle business uh, or we could have gone for it and introduced our own technology and load resources into creating something new and uh, because I'm kind of a risk, risk taker and uh, and I, I love technology so much it was always the latter so in 1995 uh, Comtech started to recognize the need for connected technologies I've been able to sort of connect up to some remote equipment for upgrades sales figures problems things like that and that Every sort of market that we saw had the same lack of understanding of how to connect the technologies. So that was the sort of basis of where Comtech started to try and get into sort of connected technologies. And having having self-belief is a, is a wonderful quality, but how did you step into the role of, of the salesman? My sales focus has always been with, with selling technology. So I kind of understand the technology I'm selling uh, and you kind of relate to the people you're talking to on a different level than just your standard sort of sales approach of how many of these do you want and uh, I can supply them all next week. It's very much a, an interest in the technology, knowing how the people we're talking to all, you could move forward and 
and being able to sort of present a solution that helped them uh, adapt that and adopt it and, and roll it out into, into production. Okay, so uh, today I've I've learnt two new acronyms. That's M2M, which is machine to machine, and IoT, that, that I had no idea what that meant, and that's Internet of Things. Now, Barry, you, you based your first business on IoT software, so tell us about the company. Tell us a little bit more about the company and how you famously sold the business to Lord uh, Alan Sugar. Well, it's very interesting that, that you uh, you mentioned that because well, the first point that uh, I'd like to make on that, you know that you are one of the early pioneers in the world when you're looking at technology before it gets its three-letter acronym. And we were doing M2M and IoT technology before it became M2M, before it became IoT. So we, we've been there uh-huh. at the start. Being on the bleeding edge, though, as it's called, when you're... Uh, when you're creating new te- technologies, it, it's, it's exciting, but it's extremely challenging. It's, it's obviously exciting because you're creating something new, you know, you're making it up as you go along. But the challenging side is there's nobody's copy. There's, you know, you literally have to create the whole thing yourself. So it's, it's actually more than software. It's a connected system that's, that's complex and has all elements from hardware and firmware and IT infrastructure and, and applications. There's a lot of things that create this solution. But we did this when there was no off-the-shelf platforms that there are these days. There is no Amazon services then, i.e. the sort of IT backbone where you can store all your servers and, and all that. We had to literally put everything in place ourselves. You know, at first we created a, a sort of an end-to-end technology, end-to-end platform our, ourselves that was kind of a horizontal technology, i.e. it was sort of suited to, to any application, but it wasn't the application itself. It was just underlying core technology. And we naively thought, well, we could sell this to absolutely everybody. And uh, it's very hard to find a target audience when you can't sort of wrap it up in an end application. One of the things we learned, by the way, early doors, we, we, we had a, a book uh, that I, I can recommend to anybody that's trying to introduce technology, and it's, it's called Crossing the Chasm by Jeffrey A. Moore. And it, it's about bringing technology into the mainstream, uh, and it basically highlights the fact that there's a huge chasm to actually get acceptance of technology. And it recommends that you cross this chasm, and if you don't cross it, the technology will never get ad- adopted. But you cross it by coming out with a complete product and create sort of a beachhead on which to sort of launch your technology. And our, and our beachhead at the time was in uh, digital signage, which was kind of the reverse of what we've been doing up to this point, because everything we've been doing was collecting data from the field, and now we're on about distributing data to, to basically signs. And we created a management application that created the content, created the campaign scheduling, and, uh, and then the signs complete signs that had the display to display the content and an M2M backbone to sort of uh, get the data from the, from the sort of server side out to the, to the uh, displays. And this coincided with, at the time, Sir Alan Sugar uh, had just sold his satellite uh, business and was looking for uh, the next sort of ready-made solution, which he targeted to be digital signage. And there's actually a chapter in his, uh, in his book, probably the last chapter, I think, we just literally bought the company 
um, didn't know what the future uh, entailed for it all. But that company is now called Amscreen, and uh, it's still going nicely, nice and strong out in the marketplace with uh, the signing solutions. When I knew the sale was going through, I remember going into the lounge at home and my sons who were 14 and 16 at the time were watching The Apprentice and, uh, and I asked them who was the main guy on the screen uh, in a sort of naive way and uh, they told me that he was some sort of uh, business guru and when the sale went through and I, I, uh, and I told the lads who had just sold the company to, I don't think I've ever seen the lads look as... Uh, sort of impressed and uh, and gave me some serious credibility from the fact that we'd just actually gone through this process. It must have been quite an exciting period. Uh, was it, do you think it was more exciting than than developing new technology at the time? Uh, I, I think if I look back, I think the, the most exciting times were actually creating it in the first place. Yeah. You know, I think uh, by the time it gets to the stage where it's almost a complete product and everything, and personally, I'm at a stage where that, that's kind of passed it on to somebody else to go and uh, and, and maximise out on. I, I find it more interesting in creating it all and creating the product and cr- creating the, the sort of market and the solution. Today, we're talking to Barry Lowe, the CEO of Tough Tech Limited. Uh, Barry, after selling your business to Lord Sugar, you, you went back into the workplace as an employee. So talk us through the job. And what prompted you to start another tech company? Well, it was certainly quite nice at first, having somebody else uh, look after all the problems and and uh, not having to be the one that uh, has to, uh, to sort of lead everything. I, I think you, 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 can't, you never stop learning in, uh, in this business. And even the fact that I was now working for somebody else, continued to learn. Yeah, I, sometimes how to do things and sometimes how not to do things and I think that's important when you learn it's not always about what you do right I've always been in M2M and, and IoT uh, but I learned within the next company to uh, the value of completing a vertical solution from everything from design to installation and support so the technology end of, of Amscreen ultimately got sold to a company called Bionet and I went with that uh, sort of sale and it was all sort of beer dispense monitoring and, and vending. A lot of valuable learning on the other side of the fence where you know somebody else was kind of leading it all and I'm sort of uh, helped me fill in the gaps to, to what I needed for the future. I, I think you never stop being a visionary in this but there's a huge difference in working for yourself and for somebody else. When it's yourself you can back your own vision and it's difficult to get that back in when the vision's neither not shared or understand by the, the company you work for. Uh, and, and I do find it difficult to take orders. So I think that was a, a lead up to doing something myself ultimately. It's interesting that, that you talk about learning from the things that you get wrong. Obviously, that, that's key. But it's, um, it's an age old process, isn't it? And we seem to go through it in a cycle in the UK of, of relearning that uh, failure is part of the learning process. I think particularly in the, in the UK compared to maybe uh, US where it's actually seen as a, as, a, as a major positive if you've had failures in the past because, uh, or you've done things wrong in the past because you've learned from that and done something right, whereas it kind of stays with you a little bit over over here. And uh, it's, it is valuable to see what things have gone wrong and what you should have done differently. And 
gaps that you didn't know before that have helped paint the full picture of what you're trying to create going forward. So, as we know, your your current business is named Tough Tech Limited. So, talk us through how it changed course from from distributing other people's technology to developing tyre pressure monitoring software and hardware using the IoT. Well, the company itself formed as a part of a, a management buyout of uh, some distribution business that uh, a company called Consirus that I, myself was working at and my colleague uh, Gary Briley were both working at. And we did an MBO because the the tyre business wasn't a focus for Consirus. And we recognised that there was much more to the to the uh, tyre pressure monitoring side than there was in just the components that the currently the distribution business was all about. So our focus on the TPMS was is kind of off the road, the big Tonka trucks that you see in quarries uh, and commercial vehicles, sort of haulage tractor trailer type vehicles. And the thing about TPMS is that since 2008, cars have to have TPMS, but not trucks. So hopefully that will change in the near future. But things like um, OTR tires can cost sort of 10,000 pounds each. The first round of components that we were selling allowed the driver to manage the, the uh, tire pressures in a vehicle. We wanted to do much more than that. We wanted to allow the fleet manager to actually manage the tire pressures on a whole fleet of vehicles. So I mentioned before we were at a crossroads. Um, you know, we could carry on with just a lifestyle business of doing this distribution business. Uh, we could choose to develop our own connected TPMS technology so that the fleet manager can see and manage the fleet. So we've, we've utilized our distribution network that we had on the component side and a very strong relationship on the TPMS components with a pressure pro in the US. And we actually produced our first generation of connected IoT uh, TPMS solution uh, in, the, in three months after uh, deciding to go down this way. And it was always a big part of the plan on the NBO that uh, there was more to be done than just distribution. You know, we had a French partner that was requested a connected solution because he was moving into tire hire and he needed a solution to manage his own tires. So it's his tires out on a customer's vehicle. And the only way to manage that is remotely using IoT technology. We secured a, a, a £100,000 loan from uh, NPIF, Northern Powerhouse Investment Fund. And that was used to, to generate the, the technology and and sort of build on that. And, and we've utilized effectively, you know, lifetimes learning on the technology, creating a complete solution, channels to market. So we've lined up everything now for this this sort of next venture in Tough Tech on uh, introducing our own solutions to the market rather than just distributing other people's components. So the, the most exciting bit is yet to come. Today we're talking to Barry Lowe of Tough Tech Limited. Barry, coronavirus has uh, completely changed the face of business across the world, placing huge pressures on cash flow uh, and leaving or generally leaving chaos in its wake. Share with us how you've coped with the current circumstances. Well, I guess we're very lucky because in the last 15 months during the, the lockdown, we've grown the company by 45%. You know, we still do or we do do 95% of our business um, is, is export to uh, overseas 
we've invested hundred thousand pounds in a next generation telematic solution, which when you think about what's what we've gone through in lockdown, there's a massive gang um, to continue investing when the world is telling you to, to sort of shut up shop. You know, but we wanted to release our product when the world came out of lockdown. It's literally at the stage now where we're about to launch that. So Gamble was there. We've, we've managed and controlled all the cash as best we can during this period. Uh, and we acted very quickly to secure product shipments directly from our sort of US partner uh, as a shipping hub that we had in the UK was, was in lockdown. So we had to move very quickly, but we've thankfully grown the business and generated cash of our own to be able to carry on uh, investing. And I think a lot of that's because we've got a worldwide network that's, that uh, some countries have not suffered in the same way. And we've been able to sort of distribute to partners that have still been able to operate. You know, we could have grown more. Uh, there's many trial systems that we wanted to put out there that we've not been able to in places like Germany, uh, UAE, Poland, New Zealand, and we've had no overseas travel or UK travel for that matter. I mean, to be fair, you've you've grown 45% during a time when a lot of businesses have been shut down. So uh, it's a very enviable situation. So, Barry, in, in your previous company, you, you managed 50-plus employees and past employees still class the company as the best place to work. So talk us through the people management skills that you developed and how you will apply them to Tough Tech once you begin hiring. Yeah, I still I do still get old employees saying to me that it was the uh, the best place they ever worked, and I think a lot of that's down to the fact we we really treated every employee as we'd want to be treated ourselves. You know, we've all worked at companies where it, you know the atmosphere and the culture is one that you don't want to go into, and I, I don't think we ever were in that position with the company. It was always a, a an exciting place to be, a fun place to be in. Culture was very much uh, an inclusion, inclusive uh, culture. You know, we've also we've always shared the vision with everybody in the company, so they feel part of that journey, and uh, they, they they sort of respond to that. You know, we've recognised potential in people that they probably don't recognise themselves, uh, and develop them and and, and progress them in the organisation with new skills and and new challenges. like the business is basically, it's, a, it's as much about the people as it is about the technology. And the people side is, is a big part of making it work and, and treating them right. And in regard to your people skills, was that something that you learned by osmosis? A little bit, yeah. Uh, I, I did at one point do a, a part-time PhD in an action learning related uh, challenge that was very big in sort of working with people from non-technology industries uh, and how they have challenges and similar challenges in business and I kind of learned a lot more about people side I was very much up to that point I've, uh, I'm from Wigan life's a straight line I'm into technology that's where we go black and white off we go and as part of that sort of uh, introduction to to other people with other skills i suddenly realized that that the world wasn't a straight line that it was three-dimensional and colorful and a big part of that was the sort of the the people element and uh you know emotional intelligence and this sort of stuff that opened my eyes up to it all and once i'd gone through all that i felt as i was in a much better position to 
to talk to people and, and bring them on and, and work with them. Well, it's clearly something that you've become exceedingly good at when you've got people talking about yourself so long after the, the company's um, changed its shape. Today's guest is Barry Lowe, the Chief Executive of Tough Tech Limited. Uh, Barry, even with all of the uncertainty created by coronavirus, you've enjoyed considerable growth, as you've already said, and have further exciting plans to develop Tough Tech. So share with us what the future holds for your company. Well, we're certainly about to expand the company. Uh, we're looking for, for new premises around Nantwich crew area. We're looking to employ... Uh, several new people and, and join us on this uh, exciting journey and we're doing it on the back of uh, releasing a, a new product which which is certainly as you know moves the boundaries in terms of telematics uh, that you've got in the, in the marketplace it provides a lot of telematic functions into a single device uh, but still has TPMS as the heart of the, of the product so it's tire pressures monitoring is still there still the prime function um, but this product will will allow you to do a number of functions that other other products won't do uh, it's targeted at the tractor trailer market and particularly the trailer to sort of provide a smart trailer solution so it provides TPMS even when the trailer is unpowered so when the tractor goes to pick up the trailer uh, it knows the tyres are all good to go uh, rather than wait around and have to uh, miss a delivery slot because the tyres are at the wrong pressure and you can't go anywhere. It provides tracking to, to know where all your trailers are. So many trailers, because they're unpowered, can end up places that they weren't actually dropped off. Uh, and it adds security functions so you know if any unauthorised movement or access has uh, been done with the trailer. Uh, and all this is kind of working whether the trailer's powered or unpowered. So. We've, we've got a real target market that we're going after. There's, there's about 10 million trailers in Europe and less than 10% have any form of telematics and, and even less have TPMS. So what we what are we actually looking for now is to sort of forge better links locally. You know, it would be good for if there's any local hauliers that are listening, uh, willing to work with us to help sort of finalize the products in a sort of win-win scenario uh, and come on this, this journey with us. Uh, and, the, and the pun is in, intended in that respect. You know, we, we have several customers lined up waiting for the technology, uh, but most of them are scattered around the world. So bear in mind, we've already have connected solutions in, in the UK, France, Scandinavia, Holland, Germany, Canada, US, Australia, Vietnam, UAE, and the, the latest one is in Guinea and West Africa. But it would be kind of nice to have something local and work with some local guys to help uh, uh, jump ahead of, of competition. So there's a, a real opportunity for local hauliers to get involved in cutting-edge technology. And we'll give the contact details just towards the end of the interview. Uh, Barry, you, uh, you set us quite a task choosing your three rock songs and, and not surprising, as, you, uh, as you've already said, you're, you're in a rock tribute band. So tell us about the band and, uh, and where you'll be playing once, uh, once we're free of lockdown. Well, the current, the current band is, uh, is a Scorpions tribute called Scorpions. Like I said, we played throughout the UK, uh, across Cyprus, Spain, Holland, Belgium, Rhodes, Germany. 
I said I actually played on stage with uh, the Scorpions guitarist Matthias Jams. Been together for nearly ten years with the, with the same lineup, so we all get on really well. So it's a it's a good uh, it's a good chance to meet up and uh, share a few beers and, uh, and and play the music we love. We've certainly toned things down with the with the COVID side, and uh, we've literally only got one gig this year uh, till all the sort of current climate sort of picks up. Uh, we do have a, a gig early part of next year at our favourite venue, which is Eleven in in uh, Stoke, a place that we love we love going to play. But we, we're literally playing all over the all over the UK, and it's a fabulous sort of escape from the business world. There's, there's nothing quite like playing a gig to several hundred sweaty, alone, cheering rock <laughs> friends. So it's a great escape. It, it sounds like a great way of uh, shedding all that bi- anxiety from the business world. So, uh, Barry, thank you so much for uh, giving us an insight into the fascinating world of technology uh, and, more importantly, how it's set to benefit fleet hauliers in the not-too-distant future. So, should any of our listeners want to contact you, where can they find more information about Tough Tech Limited? Well, we have a website, uh, which is toughtechltd.co.uk. I am in the process of rewriting the website to to coincide with our new Atlas product, but that won't be here until we've launched it. This is probably the first time we've we've really told anybody, but we're very close now, so we're happy to do that. I'd love to hear from anybody that uh, move this forward, and you can contact me on barry.low at toughtechltd.co.uk. So a tough tech limit is all one word, by the way. Or give me a ring on, on mobile, which is uh, 07-973-751-674. Love to hear from anybody that uh, will be willing to sort of work with us on this uh, new technology or interested in, in a new career, maybe. Barry, thanks very much for coming on The Cat today. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.